It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Poddiva. Hi Divas, welcome to this week's episode of Poddiva. My name is Eleanor and I'm the junior staff writer. In this episode, I speak to drag artist Blue Hydrangea. Blue first arrived on our TV screens back in 2019 when RuPaul's Drag Race UK began its first season. Returning to the Drag Race franchise this year with UK vs The World, the first international all-stars, Blue snatched the crown. And that's not all. Her BBC series, Stitch Please, sees her challenge her costume crazy contestants to create iconic, runway-worthy looks on a budget. Blue is known for her creativity and is deeply inspired by cosplay. She's desperate to pass on the knowledge she's acquired to the younger generation, an ethos which she carries with her throughout the series. We sat down to discuss her new ventures, spilling the tea on all things drag race, cosplay, costume and sewing. I really hope you enjoy this one. Part Diva. Hi Eleanor. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So very pleased to have you on board today. Such a big fan of your work. I'm like the resident drag queen fanatic fangirl. <laughs> on the team so lovely to have you thank you so much i can see that you love drag queens just by your sparkly tinsel door yeah i use it to decorate my door um because it's just you know it just adds a little bit of um you know a little bit of pizzazz congratulations on your huge victory in uk versus the world amazing how does that feel to be the first ever queen of the world it feels crazy to be honest i've watched that episode so many times I have now been out of the house and met people who have said, oh, I'm so glad that you won. And I still don't believe it. I think I was lying in bed the other night and I watched an interview about, it was like a Drag Race alumni talking about about it. And I was like, yeah, that actually happened. That's crazy. But it just feels amazing. It's amazing to represent Northern Ireland and the UK. Mm-hmm. And to not only be the first ever drag queen from Northern Ireland on Drag Race, and the only one still, but to now be the only, like, Northern Irish winner as well. <laughs> it's crazy. What was this experience like for you? How did filming the UK versus the world compare to season one? It was more fun, to be honest. It was um, less stressful. You, season one was just like, I always said that it was like a Saw movie. In the morning, RuPaul would come in on her little tricycle and say, <laughs> what a game. And then she'd like, <laughs> have something in store for us. Whereas this time, it just felt more fun. I feel like I'd I, I was more comfortable with myself, confident with my abilities. Mm-hmm. I had learned from people like Baga and Davina and Vivian and Cheryl uh, how to do things like speak on a microphone and how to, you know, uh, interact with an audience better. And I had just done more things it, with my drag than 
sit on Instagram and perform in one bar, mm-hmm. which is what life was before the show, you know. So it was it was great, and I had more money. But <laughs> I, if you're talented and confident, and if your outfits are a little bit shaky, I think you could still win Drag Race because it, it's more so about your talent, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. You've just sort of briefly touched on it, but how did your did your drag change at all or your approach to drag change between these two seasons besides like the money and you know in terms of creative drive did that change i think i was able to put more of my own creative eye into my drag now because i'm not limited by resources and people that the people around me like i i've definitely widened my spectrum of artists that i get to collaborate with also just yeah, before I used to I used to work in a bar probably about five nights a week. I'd never speak in the microphone. I'd go out, do my number, buy, and then leave. And I would be on Instagram all the time, taking like nice photos and stuff. But drag race is a lot more than that. You need to be charismatic. You need to be likable, funny. You need to have stories. And I was more willing to share those stories because I was more accepting of myself. So I I kind of wasn't didn't have to be reserved or hold back this time you know I just I just loved what you did with this season just on a just on a personal note I just I just loved seeing and I really saw the the growth in like your drag and you know your character growth but obviously so with the there was quite a toxic reaction that you received from fan bases for you know Pangina Heels and it really shone a light on the lot of hate for me personally that I see within the drag race fandom Mm. Could you speak a little bit about what that was like and kind of toxicity in in the fandom and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the fan base can be really toxic. The fan base can be really racist as well, which is something that I've um, noticed, mm-hmm. especially when it came to Vangina sending home Jimbo. Mm-hmm. She just got a lot of hate because of her race and, and because she sent home a white queen, I believe. Because it really, really exploded. Like, she was sending me messages being like, I, I can't deal with this. How do people deal with this? And I, I was basically replying to her i don't know because i've never had to deal with this because you know i'm i'm pretty in a privileged situation whereas i'm white and and have not had to send anyone home yet Mm -hmm. fast forward to the next week (laughs) and i sent vagina home and yeah i got a lot of hate she got a lot of hate too Mm. for you know being her which is it's really sad but i don't know what there is to stop it drag race is supposed to be fun and people like that make it not fun Mm. and take away from it if you want to support your your queen don't send hate how about you just send them money on, on <laughs> their their paypal or buy their merchandise or go to their show that seems like a much more uh, efficient way to support your queen rather than send hate to the person that sent them home but yeah that was a that was a rough week i felt like i think i said it on the show in the next episode which was pretty dramatic i was like is my career gonna re- re- recover from this and I think it has, because I won. Uh, so, but also, <laughs> I get messages every day saying, you shouldn't have won, Pangina should have won. And if I was a fan, I'd probably feel the same way. But you know what? I'm the one with the crown. So. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely. And I think as well, it's interesting seeing, because, you know, with the All-Stars format and the, you know, versus the World format, it just really brings out i think the toxicity from the fandom definitely like well, with the think, eliminations things yeah well i definitely yeah it does because it pins people's fan bases against each other absolutely mm-hmm. and uh, but i think i always say if, if Pangina was on a regular season of drag race 
she absolutely hands down would have won but this is all stars there's different rings that we have to jump through and too bad yeah <laughs> it happened you know you know what and she she was a judge she has she's on lots of episodes of drag race and the thing that annoyed me the most was that all these people sending me hate probably had never even watched Drag Race Thailand. Mm. You can get your angina fix just by watching the, the underrated seasons that she's been on in the past. Mm -hmm. But, you know, these people just want to fight for no reason. So mm. <laughs> I'll let them word warrior. <laughs> <laughs> You've kind of spoken about the need to uplift queer mm. voices and trans voices and people of colour. What does intersectionality and sort of being inclusive mean to you like do you think you have a certain role as a drag performer like a responsibility to do that yeah absolutely because we're the people in the pride parades we're when we're, we're now the people with these platforms on drag race so if it, it would be an absolute waste of this opportunity to not be able to do that if i don't have the words to say something i would love i just would love to be able to uplift other voices that that need that platform uh, and it's it, I, I mean i'm the queen of the mother of the world that's a pretty big role so the more that i can help people out the better and i'm going to try my best to do so i think if i've learned anything from what from being part of uk versus the world it's that uh, people get hate for no reason other than just being themselves and that was that's so hard and to watch your friends uh, have to go through that on a day-to-day -day basis you kind of uh, realize that this isn't a problem that's because of drag race it's a problem with you know society anything i can do to help with that i will try my best <laughs> mm, definitely and that really shines through for you as well it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow! Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So, we are obviously a magazine for 
LGBTQI women and non-binary people. So on your fan base, I know that a lot of drag queens like Shangela and Trixie Mattel have huge fan bases of queer women. Have you, how do you interact with your queer female and non-binary fans? Is this is a thing for you that you've experienced? Absolutely. I find that most of my uh, fans that I, that I meet meet and greets are like definitely queer women. Uh, there's, uh, there's a fabulous artist called Ramona who recreates all of my looks. Oh, I wish I had it. She said she gave me this book that has all of her recreations of my looks, and I um I just love to see that support. I mean, people expect it to be all gay men because the majority of the, the queens on Drag Race are, are are queer men. Sadly, should be more diverse. But um, that's just a topic for another <laughs> question. <I'm sure. laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's great and um they're always so sweet so kind and some of my some of my favorites are the queer women but <laughs> <laughs> i won't tell anyone <laughs> ramona especially ramona. <laughs> i can show you her book that she's given me it's so gorgeous oh bless lovely yeah it, it, it does ring a bell ramona so that that's amazing um ramona art perhaps she's great yes i think i follow her on instagram i think oh, i think oh, so yeah I think I do. And yeah, so obviously on this latest season, you also opened up in a really nice conversation with B and Cheryl about your gender identity and your journey. Could you tell me a little bit about this for you? Like just speaking about it and also the journey yeah. for you. Well, the journey was basically just not being, like not having a healthy relationship with myself. And I think um, through my younger years, I definitely had like, eating disorders and stuff like that I didn't just love the body that I was in and I, then whenever I started drag I kind of got this euphoria that was um from performing on stage and I felt like that was connected to me being uh, presenting as a female because I just felt like I got more attention and, and more love and stuff I think it kind of was around the time that I met my partner he kind of gave me gave me a little bit more confidence in my actual self but I still don't I still feel like gender is such a big spectrum Mm-hmm. And although people don't say it is, they say it's one or the other. Although there's like, what, 7 billion people in this world. How are they just one or the other? That's a, a, probably another qu- question. <laughs> but, uh, but basically, I just kind of realized, like, I can be who, who I want to be authentically. And um, in that moment, uh, I was lucky to be around people like Tujibi and Cheryl, who um, absolutely were there for me, you know what I mean? And that's something that I really wanted to do with Stitch Please, is that whenever they, because all of these stitchers have been through something I wanted to be there as like an ear for them and like someone that they could feel comfortable to talk to mm-hmm. and they were all they're, they're all just there finding a, a way to get over things that have happened in their life through their art and that's kind of why I was like in drag race so you know it's great I was the RuPaul but I was also their um therapist <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah this moves very nicely onto your next venture stitch please yeah. so exciting could you tell me a little bit about this and what we were to expect? Oh my goodness. Well, it's basically people with a passion for sewing. Uh, I've brought two in at a time and I've given them a theme, a budget of £100 and 12 hours to create something fabulous that is uh, runway worthy for me. And it's just great. It's it's um, It's got amazing judges like Michelle Clapton from Game of Thrones and Julia McDonald, who's very calm. It's a uh, it's amazing stitchers who, as I say, have a passion for sewing, but also have great stories to tell and things that they've been through, ways that their art has helped them through those um, 
adversities in life. I, I'm there to make poke fun, to, to keep them on their toes, but also to just be a friend and some, someone that's there for them. And I still keep in touch with quite a lot of them. And I want them to make me outfits, the good ones. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're kind of through this, you're sort of helping to inspire like young contestants and exploring their passions and their creativity, which I think is just a really lovely thing to be doing. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, how does this relate to your own experiences sort of learning and honing your skills and like finding your place as a creative person? Yeah, well, I mean, I've been in their shoes where I um, have, have this passion and it can't it, physically can't be my full-time job in that moment I have to do something else to fund it and I think it I, I just wanted to be there to kind of show them that like hard work does pay off like I'm not but at that point when we filmed I wasn't crying or anything like that I was still just working hard at what I was doing you know people see that and people uh, and people they deserve this platform that I'm that they get from this show and hopefully people do see how talented they are and go and check on their instagrams and you know all that kind of stuff because these people are really talented and actually one of the guys just recently made something for bimini for a catwalk and i was like so proud of him mm. so fab. Mm. amazing amazing and so in your you are a real artist when it comes to putting your costumes together and your your makeup and you know what inspires your creative process and you've spoken a lot about the influence cosplay has had on you absolutely yeah I, I mean I've always loved cosplay and you can really tell whenever I'm talking to the cosplay artists how intrigued I am by what they're doing because I remember whenever I got the call for Drag Race season one I was I was making corsets out of foam which is like one of the the, the things that they used to make uh, armor and it actually turned out uh, into my um, coin dress that I made myself mm-hmm. if you can remember it yes so I'm, I'm constantly inspired because those are massive shapes and lots of color and they they're, they're they take something from a cartoon and turn it into like real life that's very blue that's something that I'm inspired by mm-hmm. I'm inspired by artists I'm inspired by like by a pair of earrings that just look very beautiful and I want to create a makeup look inspired by them I think inspiration is all around and I, I think I mean people probably do look at like find it but if, if you're not if you can't find inspiration just open your eyes mm-hmm. it's everywhere mm-hmm. absolutely just kind of before we wrap up like one of the last things I wanted to ask you about quickly was your so you've been very vocal on LGBTQI rights in Northern Ireland mm. what does it mean to you to speak up about this experience and existing in in Northern Ireland as a queer person yeah well I feel like it's just very it's not spoken enough about I feel like whenever I went into the workroom in season one I was telling them all about how the leader group uh, marriage isn't legal in Northern Ireland and they were all so shocked they couldn't believe it I was like uh, yeah we're not that far away we're only across like a little bit of water and I think just the way that our government is at the moment it's it's very um depressing it's just not like uh, and it's nice to have a, a voice for that because I'm sure whenever people look up gay things in Northern Ireland it's all about oh, the DUP want to veto this and and they don't want this for the kids. And, blah, blah, blah. and it'd be nice if just a photo of me with my crown on would be, <laughs> it would be what comes up in Google instead of all that uh, negativity. I just want it to be something positive, use my platform in that way as well. And there probably there probably are people in Northern Ireland that if they got that platform they, on Drag Race, they would probably do a better job than me. But I'm just trying my best because I feel like if I didn't, it would be... Um, a waste of, of what I've been given. 
Yeah, and go. There is a march. I mean, I'm sure this is all past this, but there's a protest for the um, for the conversion therapy ban, and I will absolutely be there. Amazing, <laughs> as you should be. Really, really important cause. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Pod diva. Thank you for listening to Pod Diva, queers for your ears, in association with Diva Magazine, the world's leading brand for LGBTQIA plus women and non-binary people. Please listen and subscribe on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Diva Magazine. You can email us at editorial at divamag.co.uk. Share the love by leaving us a review. Pod Diva, queers for your ears. Pod Diva. 